Hello and welcome to the Fit and Feminist podcast with fitness and nutrition coaches Lauren and Lindsay. Our aim is to educate and empower women to take control and rebuild confidence with their health, fitness and lives. We have the fitness facts and no-nonsense nutrition tips you need for success with a hefty dose of feminism thrown in. With top bands and massive oversharing along the way, we hope you finish each episode feeling a step closer to the life and results you deserve. If you'd like more of us or have a question you'd like answering on the podcast, you can message us at Lauren Randall Fitness and at Lindsay Wells PT and Nutrition. All right, let's get started. Hello. Hola. Hello. Oh, we're going, we're going, going forward again, again. Sorry. Buenos dias. We bien, you too. Uh, bien? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we need to stop this. So, uh, <laughs> Okay, I, I always say hola, I don't know why. I like Jorno last week. I, yeah, I like it in a Yorkshire accent though. I like oh. say hola. I had a Spanish teacher that go, open los libros <laughs> to page 24. Really? Proper How thick leads accent. Open los libros. I had an actually Spanish Spanish teacher called Bigonia Johnson. Bigonia. Bigonia. John Johnson. And she was brilliant. I absolutely loved her. Wow. She was fantastic. Okay. She was the only reason I think I passed. Because I don't think I would have paid any attention. I did not enjoy it. Spanish. I like German a lot, but then we got rid of it in year seven. They got rid of it. German's really complicated, I think. I found it really simple, but I was only doing year seven German. I just found like the the words and the way that they line up it's make more sense. It's quite mathematical, isn't it? They just make sense. Spanish yeah. is like you're bouncing all over the sentence. and uh, I like the way it sounds, though. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with languages. It does not. Um, unless you class the language of nutrition. The language of a, love. <laughs> it's a love language. So today we're going to talk about the habits of our most successful clients. Yeah. 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 So if you want to be successful and you want to see good results, these are some of the traits that you will do well to possess. Yeah. Things that, yeah, consistently we notice the people who have the most, uh, I don't want to just say again fat loss, but the best results in terms of like their body composition and their mental change, psychological change, which mm. is the, one of the biggest things most important things above fat loss um when you get that mental shift and you have those like light bulb moments where i'm sure you do this lauren where you get a message and it's just so amazing it's pure gold and you just sit there and you're like yes (laughs) because they've got it they've got Mm -hmm. it they've worked it out and they've got it themselves and you've just done that little guiding hand but they've it's they've cracked the code and I love those moments. Yeah, yeah. And results as far as it being long term as well. So yeah. like not just, yes, you lost 20 pounds, but you regained it all back two months later. Like we're talking about sustainable long term results, not we absolutely an- annihilated somebody on a six week diet. Mm-hmm. They lost body fat, but then it all came back and more. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that sustainably lost it, kept it off and are now. Yeah, you know, winning. Whatever they're doing, yeah. Winning at life like a year later. Yeah. So do you want to go first? I shall indeed. So my first, so what have we got? Ten, five each. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> my mm. first one is high levels of self-compassion, which I talk about all the time. I do emails about it all the time as well. The C word. I think the clients that I see who have the longest and most successful like results have learned to show themselves compassion 
in the moments that feel really hard and that just drive that I just think compassion drives everything I think it's like Brene Brown says you can't change yourself from a place of shame or uh or hate you can't always say you can't hate yourself into change or whatever so showing yourself self-compassion elicits change like you being addicted to yourself talking yourself like shit beating yourself up all the time it, it doesn't get you anywhere if it got you somewhere you wouldn't still be struggling yeah so try something different try compassion yeah that's it i think along if you've been like beating yourself up for a long time and going into you know what we discussed last week of that all or nothing mindset of of like the this is the pattern that you do when you keep telling yourself that that's the pattern you do and then you repeat your actions then you prove yourself right but then you know you you repeat that and it doesn't actually get you anywhere as lauren said try something different yeah it's just that the small moments are what add up to the big long-term results so for a client to take a big bite out of a brownie or have half of a brownie for them to go that's absolutely fine and carry on with their day versus fuck's sake i've had a bite i might as well finish the whole brownie and then i've just ruined my whole week there's no point me training now oh fuck it i'll get a takeaway tonight and then i'll start again on monday it's those small moments of going that's absolutely fine for me to have a bite of a brownie i've done nothing wrong and moving on those small moments will have a massive compound effect over time so it's showing yourself compassion in the small moments that add up to the big changes yeah allowing yourself to enjoy things and allowing yourself some leeway and space Mm. Good. What is your first one, then? My first one, I'm going to say, I was going to do the... But then Lauren made me feel really old because she didn't even recognise what it was. So fantastic. I still don't think... Um, I don't th- but I remember talking about the In a number one. I can't remember what it's off. Somebody older than me might be able to... <laughs> Because I've seen Top of the Pops and that's not ringing a bell. Oh, it's probably like bloody something even worse like radio one that's stuck in my head now countdown that's stuck in my head now i can't remember the pop oh the top of the pops one was anyway it was your first one my first one i'm gonna say organization I think the people who have success long term are the ones who get in the habit of organising themselves and they are forewarned, forearmed, they prepare, they get themselves like in that mindset of like, right, where am I? Where am I this week? Am I working away? Am I working at home? Have I got a bit of a mixed week? What are the kids doing? And they sit back and pre-assess what's going on rather than every day is like frantic, trying to fit everything in. They've got themselves ahead of the game and they're on it. They've got their food in. So they've got, you know, an abundance of fresh veggies and fruit and protein sources that they can put together. Um, And I think, you know, the, the people that, have that and make being organized a priority in their lives um always have more success because there's less room for like error really there's there's less uh, there's more opportunity for success and yeah. less less room for them to go off piste as it were absolutely like pre-planning is everything i ram this down my clients throat like plan your meals plan ahead think ahead are you eating out this weekend have you got a work trip coming up? 
when can you get your workouts in? Do you know that you're exhausted on an evening so you're not going to want to get your steps in then? Can we pre-plan? Like, it's just a little bit of forethought which changes everything. So I've got nothing further to add. That's a huge one. Completely. Yeah. Right. My second one, numero dos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, this is a big one. Great communication with us, essentially. So Agreed. the biggest part about communication for me is the weekly bloody check-ins the weekly check-ins are so important as a coach it's so important for us to see what is going on for you outside of the hour that we might see you if you're an online client don't even see you so these weekly check-ins are everything and the more thorough that you are with them the more insight we get into what's going on and when we know what's going on we can then help you more the clients that have the best and longest success with me have never missed a check-in they're on holiday they're doing their check-ins when it gets to the bottom and it says do you have any questions for me it's a bloody apa format gcse <laughs> english literature blooming essay they're asking the questions they're they're engaged they're wanting answers from me they're really like what do i do about this how can i do that here's what's going on for me and they're telling me everything i know about my clients sex lives i know about the yeah everything they just chuck it in like because the more i know the more i can help but if you don't communicate and you don't say what's going on and you you aren't honest and you're not open and you don't do the check-ins then we can't help you and if we can't help you and you aren't helping you then you won't see the results there's and we've said this on multiple podcasts now there is a direct correlation between results and the check-ins and communicating and being open and speaking and talking and telling us what's going on i think it comes back to i was having a conversation with somebody this morning as well about it was about wim hof actually and they um so she'd done a retreat and it was like connecting to the breath and all this breath work stuff right and i think like more simple than like whatever you think about Wim Hof um and those you know whether you know it's I know some people find it like it's life-changing and totally buy into it other people and there's not I don't think there's very much actual evidence that it um is you know scientifically proven to to change lives um but I think if you buying into that tuning back into your body and um breath as, as a very innate thing that's where I think people will find themselves again. And I think that's why people have so much benefit from that kind of thing. Because I think sometimes we are so far removed from being in tune with ourselves and knowing ourselves that actually when people are answering checking questions or not answering them, is the case is often um it's because they don't actually know. Like I, there's a lot of times I'll get the answer like, I don't know how to answer this. Or, you know, they'll answer something and go, oh, this feels really uncomfortable. It's like, because you're so far away from being tuned into yourself. We have all these, you know, Garmin's and um, whoops and auras and all of this other stuff that we're looking at tech and trusting that more than we do our own bloody bodies and minds. Mm -hmm. And if you have been suppressing emotions for a long time and squashing things down and pushing things into the back of your head and putting things in boxes, compartmentalising stuff, like it's going to be really hard to unlock those boxes so this is where the repetition of doing a check-in and being really honest and open like it's confidential and 
like we i think we've said this again on a previous episode like we are so flattered and um it's so lovely that you can put your trust in us as your coach mm-hmm. and that's what we're here we're here for you to help you and there's no judgment mm-hmm. but information is power and knowledge and if if we know as lauren says then we can help you we can assist you and oftentimes if you <coughs> write it down in black and white and you read it back you'll go oh I, I I need to drink more water this week or oh that's where I went wrong I didn't ha- I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. and then you can do something about it but if you never get out of your own head and start going like unpick things unravel things then you're not going to get onto that next step and I said at the beginning like it is so much more of an emotional um journey and a uh like process than just you come to us for fat loss like you should be leaving with so much more mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah <laughs> yeah exactly what's your second one um i'm gonna say patience number two patience is an absolute virtue mm. isn't it mm-hmm. um this comes back to what we were saying last week again on the podcast that you know set yourself longer goals let's stop trying to be amazon with fat loss and mindset change like we cannot click by on it you cannot next day delivery it you know it's not primed like you're just gonna have to wait i'm sorry that's how it is like your body is not a machine um and it's gonna swap and change and fluctuate and it's constantly turning over so how do you expect your body to weigh the same every day or immediately drop 10 pounds that you don't want on it like it took time to get it on it's going to take time to get it off um trust the process and yeah give yourself some time don't rush it enjoy it yeah absolutely patience is again another big one because the clients that are like, right, I've got three weeks and I want da, 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 da. they're coming from a place of panic. They're reacting. They're they're not in it for the longer term results. And that's what we're here talking about now is what are the traits of people who get long term results that actually last? And patience is a huge one. And it links back into self-compassion as well, because if you've got patience with yourself, you've got compassion with yourself because you're not demanding instant results right now. If you're demanding that of yourself and you're hard on yourself that you're not seeing, you know, rapid results, then you're not showing yourself compassion. So it links back into that one. Yeah, I think they do all tie together, don't they? There's lots of it's not like everything's in a separate place. It's like they're all really interlinked. Yeah, my next one, my third one, yeah, you've already on, you've away. already touched on it. I can't remember the sentence you said. I'm like, oh, touching on my next one there. But it's self-awareness clients with good self-awareness I think we were talking about the check-ins yeah Mm -hmm. we were we're saying being connected with yourself like getting to know yourself and understanding why you do what you do and your habits and your traits and the the way that you think and the way that you are like if you can build that self-awareness which you can do with journaling which you can do with mine and Lindsay's (laughs) check-ins um then then everything comes off the back of that if you're aware of the things that you're doing and you're mindful of the things that you're doing then you're aware of the actions that you're making and if you're aware of the actions you're making you have more control over them and if you have control over your actions then you've got control over your results but if you're just going through life with no fucking idea who you are and what you're doing and what you're thinking and you're just barely clinging on surviving week to week um god i can feel it in my chest like getting mm, worked yeah, up like yeah we all need to just fucking calm that down little, it's like a little whirlwind isn't it yeah and it's like okay can we slow down do your check-in do a bit of journaling actually take a look at your life your values who you are 
what you stand for. That's what, and values, oh, I should have put values in my top five. Because <laughs> knowing those is huge when it comes to sustainable long-term results. Otherwise, you kind of get to a point where you're like, well, what's the point? What's the point of any of it? And if you don't know your values, then there is no, there is no point because you're like, well, what's the point? It might be a good idea, actually, to explain what values are because I think sometimes, like, that's a question I have put on check-ins and it's something that I always come back to is like what are your values and I think sometimes people just don't understand Mm. what is a value so your core values are like the compass of your life so they are more than personality traits they're like who you are what you believe and what you represent and you can find these out through like a bit of self-discovery like some questions I send every new client of mine a values discovery form because ultimately it's the most important thing. Because if we can then discover your your guiding compass, like your North Star, then you know what you're aiming for, whatever that looks like for you. And you can base your life off around those things. We usually have like three to five core values that really drive our actions and behaviours. So for me, I put it on my story the other day, three of my top ones are adventure, connection and community. And my whole business is, is based on those three things. And you can tell that by the way that I live my life, mm-hmm. the way that I build connection with my clients, the community I'm building, the adventures we go on. So everything I do, I come back to those three values. Have we got enough adventure? Is there a community? Have I got connection with this person? And if I can keep going back to those three things, then I know that I'm living well, because those are my values. And if I'm ever like lost or having a bad week with my business I'm like what am I doing I think okay well am I living in line with my values is my business in line with my values yes or no and if it's a yes then chill the fuck out yeah you win in win in very good what's your next one uh my next one is commitment to themselves commit commit to yourself and it and something that I thought on your last one as well was that taking responsibility for your actions um, so sometimes if you are sat there and it's kind of like we can all wallow a little bit from time to time and feel sorry for ourselves and be like, oh, why does this keep happening to me? And Like a sad you know, Adele song. Yeah, like we all have those days, don't we, where we just think, for God's sake, like why does nothing go in my way? Like you might have had a few crappy things happen, traffic's bad, weather's bad, you've had a fallout with somebody, like, and, and it just puts you in that sort of like downward um, like feeling. Um, and I think committing to yourself and taking responsibility for your actions like there that's really important because if you are committed to your your change and you can take responsibility again you're going to have more success because we have to own our choices this is something that I work on a lot with people is like going right you know if you're going out and you've got a hen do or you've got a bottomless brunch or you've got a christening or whatever event it is and you know you know you're going there there's going to be booze there's going to be a white buffet like beige buffet, a white buffet. You, you, do you know what I mean like everywhere you look like there's going to be minimal color minimal fiber high sugar high high processed foods so then it's up to you what you choose to do. Like, I'm not going to tell you don't eat the buffet food and don't have any alcohol. Like, who am I? Yeah. I'm not going to say that. But it's up to you. And if you choose to then go, right, well, I'm going to have make the decision, say, between I'm going to make sure my breakfast is full of fibre and protein and I'm going to make sure my evening meal is full of fibre and protein. And then, yeah, I'm going to enjoy a few things off the buffet, but I'm going to listen to my hunger and uh, fullness cues and I'm going to say, I'm going to make a deal with myself. I'm going to have three glasses of Prosecco 
and make sure I have some water. Mm-hmm. Right, that's your ideal scenario. Or you go in with absolutely no plan, which comes back to one of our previous points, yep. and then you're messaging me later on that night going, oh my God, I've overeaten. Like, I've had like loads of sausage rolls and cake and cheesecake and whatever else, and you feel terrible because of that. And I mean physically feel terrible and mentally feel terrible. Um, then you know it's time to go, well, what could I have done differently? And take responsibility, own your choices, own your actions and commit to yourself that you are going to make some changes for your health, for you, for your, for your own benefit, for whatever your goals are. It's like self-accountability. Yeah. Yeah. But then you've got that guide in hand. If you're working with a coach, like me or Lauren, I mean, I would highly advise you. Would recommend. With, would recommend. 10 out of 10. Five-star five TripAdvisor <laughs> review. Um, you know, then, then that's what we're here for. We're here to guide you. And that's where, again, Lauren's point about um, communication is so valuable. Because if you message us on a morning going, oh, I'm really apprehensive about this event I've got today. I don't know what the food's going to be like. Then we can help you get prepared for that. We can help you have some options and you choose. It's not our job to tell you what to do. It's our job to help you, to get, to guide you to make the choices that align with your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> big <Yeah>. nod <laughs> uh, I think I'm on my last one How and I don't feel I need to delve into this one because we just did an entire podcast about this but it's less or not all or nothing thinking mm-hmm. being able to I always use my, my dog shit analogy like if you step in dog <laughs> shit you just scrape it off you don't then smear it all over your body like that would if, be really disgusting it would it would be not great I mean you can do that if you want but not going to help anybody so if you have a brownie it's not like oh well i've just absolutely fucked everything and da, 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 it gives back to the self-compassion thing again it's all linked but it's just being able to instead of being all or nothing finding a nice gray area having a brownie sometimes saying no to the brownie other times um be, like not being completely on or completely off there's no bandwagon that you're falling on or off like right I'm in this is it I'm going hard I've got I've got nothing in my way now I'm on I'm on the wagon I'm on the track and all of these things and then it's like oh I'm off the track I had pizza and I'm off the wagon and did it's like there's no wagon there's no track we're just staying somewhere in a nice middle ground where we just can go fluidly and flexibly mm-hmm. around well there's no peaks and troughs is there we've discussed this as well before like where it's either like exciting or catastrophizing like you're going oh i've done amazing this week and like you feel on like such a high and then you do something that where it's like one thing that is not on your in inverted commas plan um or something that you deem to be bad again in inverted commas and then it's like it's catastrophe it's like you so you you're giving yourself these like big highs and lows and it is that like middle ground that is quite standard and you're not going to get those peaks and troughs in emotion and it's not going to be like really exciting or really shit like mm-hmm. it trying to get like that level-headedness isn't it like yeah. of finding that just sweet spot where it's like oh yeah so this is not, just really comfortable so you're not on a three-week mega smash and then a one-week everything's gone to shit and rinse and repeat because that three weeks on one week off three weeks on, is getting nobody nowhere 
Yeah. We need to find the boring middle ground consistently. I just had the analogy of like, you know, when you're dating and then like you have an amazing date and you're like, I'm in love, like I want to be with this person forever. (laughs) And then like it doesn't turn out the way you want it to be. Like they end up being an absolute player and then you find out you're like, I'm absolutely devastated. I'll never love again. Like, And then actually when you find a nice relationship that is really solid and stable, like... Surely, you know, that's really what everyone wants, isn't it? But when you're in that, like, exciting dating phase of, like... The fireworks. The fire- the yeah, the fireworks the, and yeah. the explosion and the dramatics between one emotion and another and the, like, you know, winning in love and losing and heartache and, and all of that stuff. Well, you know, really, would you go back to that? If you're in a stable relationship, and I'm going to use that as my analogy for, like, a stable and healthy relationship with your food nutrition and exercise like is that not where you want to be you know we don't need to be doing these extremes of like Mm. you know amazing one night stands and then getting binned off by somebody who's posting pictures of himself don't be dating fuck boys is basically the (laughs) advice but you've hit on something that we could do a whole podcast on there because there is a reason that people do stay in those cycles Mm. of excitement and then down why do you keep dating the shit guys that treat you like shit or girls why do you keep going for the highs and then the lows and the drama and the craziness like what is it that why is that serving you and people have that with food it is serving you in some way to have this crazy you know binge for a week and then you know amazing and on it and perfect for another week and then binge like there's something keeping you in that cycle but we don't need to talk about that today. No, but again, I think it comes back to like a lot of the points that we've made about um, self-compassion and knowing yourself and really trying to tune in into yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, Your last one? Uh, I've got two, actually. One oh. is adaptability, so I'll get co- really quite quickly through that one. So adaptability is that ability to, um, to you know, go, right, okay, I haven't, I've forgotten my lunch, right? Let's use that as an example. I forgot my lunch today, balls. Right, where's the nearest shop? Like nothing at my tuck shop at work is any good. There's there's no decent offerings. Where's the nearest shop? Can I get out to the nearest shop? You know, and then you adapt and you go and buy something that is closer to aligning with your goals. If you're in a, that situation again and you, uh, you've got no lunch with you, you're at the tuck shop and you go, right, well, the best offering, where's some protein? what's going to be probably the you know the best option for me right i'll have a tuna sandwich and a couple of baby bells and a and a light kind of coke or whatever do you know what i mean like yeah. i just it, got so distracted at you calling it a tuck shop tuck shop a tuck shop <laughs> I don't work in an office. The tuck so. shop reminds me of when I tried to sell like lemonade on the street. Like, <laughs> a little tuck shop. Did you not have a tuck shop at school? <laughs> oh, like a little like somebody selling like curly whirlies or something. Yeah, one of my like well, there's a, and it's quite a um, big organization in Harrogate actually, and they have a tuck shop. What do you mean? It's like a shop, basically. A shop. Yeah, it's a, it's a shop within like an office building. So you go in and, I mean, generally they've got like chocolate crisps, not very much fruit, mm. uh, maybe a couple of sandwiches if you're lucky. Yeah. But it's like pepperamis probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they have like a little shop that's like, it's not as bougie as a cafe, but you can go and get some tuck. Just the, the tuck image in. of a tuck shop makes me think I need 50p to buy anything from it. Yeah, well, like, yeah, get a Freddo. Yeah, we're in 2023, like, you can't get anything for that. Do you know how much, oh my God, yesterday, 
John was like, oh, can you get some stuff for the kids' breakfast? I don't know, like, I think he'd had a conversation with them in the morning about, like, what will you eat? Because the end of our road's basically getting closed and they've got to set off earlier in the morning. And he was like, I want to make sure they've had some breakfast before they go out. Can you get avocado, bread, cocoa pops and something else? And I was like, weird flex. Avocado or cocoa pops. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the checkout, put put everything on, not really looking at it. And then it, it was like eight quid. I was like, what? eight quid the cocoa pops mm. were nearly a fiver mm. for a box of bloody sugar and wheat i was like what the hell five quid i never buy cereal so i wouldn't know that no exactly well i don't but i was like that's unbelievable i oh, know everything's so expensive now fiver shocked to my very car you are she your <laughs> lindsay's jaw is on the floor sugar what were you saying, sorry? I got so distracted by touch. I don't know. I was just saying... <laughs> adaptability, well, it was adaptability, was it? yeah. Adaptability. So just basically, like, that... The ability to go in um, to any situation and be flexible and make changes. Yeah. And that so. is a skill. That's a skill that we teach. That is what we coach. It is practice. It is a skill. We don't expect you to go into the tuck shop. <laughs> tuck shop. <laughs> or like, you know, barbecues or family Christmas meals and buffets and all this. Knowing how to navigate them and still see results. This is what coaches do. This is what we teach you. Mm-hmm. Precisely. You did have another one. I do have another one. You're completely right. And it's perseverance. So even when things feel like hard work, effort, they're not going well, things are going shit, you persevere through it. And through the hard times things aren't going well in good times in bad times (laughs) Um, and i will be by your side forevermore that's what friends are for (laughs) um yeah just being able to persevere because what is your alternative if you don't persevere and you don't stick it out and you give up and you stop then you stop seeing results then you go back to how you were and you don't continue to grow and learn and get better and get fitter and healthier and all of that You, you kind of have to persevere so being able to be somebody that can do that, you'll see you'll see good results. Yeah, again, another brilliant trait of like clients that really win. Um, and I think that ties into patience as well, isn't it? Two mm-hmm. Ps, patience and perseverance, that you accept that it's going to take a long time and don't begrudge it. Like, it's almost like twisted logic, isn't it? Of just going, oh God, this is taking ages. And it's like, what else are you doing well, yeah, with your, your time? Like, what, and, and, and what like the time's gonna pass anyway i was literally thinking that in my head your time's gonna pass anyway so so you know in 10 years time like oh i wish i'd have done that all that time ago because now where would i be like it's just like tick the days off bit by bit um and yeah i I just think it's it's so important to accept that things take time um and if you can do that and make peace with it you're going to enjoy the process a whole lot more mm. it's funny you say that because this week i have had three people message me who have previously messaged me before and i'll scroll back through the messages to see like who they are what was our conversation and one was from like july 2021 and that and they didn't start coaching with me mm. and now they're messaging and I had three people message me who i've not heard from for two or three years wow. and i think in, bet- where in between you, where that you time, could have been in that time two to yeah. three years and you've you you could have drastically yeah, yeah. changed i mean you can drastically change your life in three months like or six months or within a year you can lose mm. a shit ton of weight you could change your whole lifestyle new habits learn all the tools that you need for body image relationship with food and i'm like what what happened within those two mm. to 
to two to three years and what could have been in that time. Yeah. So if you're if you are thinking about starting or wanting a coach, but you're putting off and waiting for after Christmas or waiting for this or waiting for that, honestly don't because the time is gonna pass. Stop you may waiting. as well. You may as well start now. Yeah. And I'm not doing this as like a sales ad or whatever, but it it's like I've got a business coach. Why would I put off put off having one just because I'm buying a house? Yes, I'm buying a house. Yes, that's expensive, but I need to run a business and I want it yeah. to get better. I want to make more money from it. I want to help more people. So I'm going to get a coach. I'm going mm-hmm. to pay for that. Yeah. If my hair gets really, really long, guess what? I'm going to pay for a hairdresser. I'm going to get it cut. <laughs> like, stop putting these things off that you yeah. want to achieve. Take the plunge. Yeah. Yeah, What's absolutely. The worst that could happen? <laughs> Did you just make that song up? No, that's a song. What's is the it? worst that could happen? Or is it an advert? What's the worst that could happen? That's, that's all I've got. Yeah, don't recognise it. Mm, don't know. Maybe later. My final one, which I think really um, embodies all of the things all in one, and it is probably the thing that I find again the people who are the most successful have this trait. Oh my God, I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) It is growth mindset. In at number one, growth mindset. Carol Dwight? Carol... Carol Dwight? Is that her name? Carol... I can't remember. She's the growth fix mindset. Not Carol Vardaman. No. Vardas is she's getting some big props isn't she at the minute on a uh, po- political commentary no idea mm, yeah apparently yeah apparently she's in the know anyway yeah growth mindset like you you as a person embracing life being positive making it so that you you're you're so willing to learn and so willing to move forward um and you'll take criticism um and you're like asking questions all the time and no question is stupid like every question is valid like if you're going to learn from it please ask us it's like honestly sometimes you know we can again we can all wallow we can all feel sorry for ourselves but we have to make a choice basically of like where do I want to be am I going to get there by sitting here feeling sorry for myself or am I going to get out there take some action and just totally embrace what is ahead of me um, and see what happens and just be totally open to growth and learning and self-development yeah Wow, yeah. that was a big one. That does encompass everything because it's. I'm sat here thinking about, yeah, the clients that will like come up with excuse after excuse after excuse, and this is just the way I am, and I've always been like this. I'm always gonna be like that. I'm like, well, well, then you're not ready to change, are you? Like, you're not willing to find another route or another option, and yeah. it's very obvious when you get clients that are like that. Yes, yeah, I don't have many like that. Um, most of them are great, and they're all like, "Yeah, we're like just having a great time, and everything is you know, positive. And I'm trying to change, and I want to be better." And da, da, da. But there are the odd ones that come through, that are like, "This is how I am, and I'm not changing, and this is just how it's going to be, and I've never been able to do this, so I'm never going to be able to do it." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, and it can it can be done, can't it? It just takes time, mm-hmm. but you've got to have that initial thing of going like, "Right, I know, I know, I feel a bit stuck, and I know my mindset is a bit stuck." 
but having that initial spark of going I want to make a change and so I'm going to accept that even though it's going to be ugly and I'm probably not going to like a lot of what this person's going to say as the coach you know that I'm here to listen to it it's one of the things that I have on my nutrition outline is that I say like be prepared to sometimes not like what I say to you but this is where the biggest changes will happen because I'm here for honesty I'm here to support you, but also, you know, you're going to get some tough love because you probably need it. And if you're sat there going, triggered, (laughs) then we're probably talking to you. But it's not like this doesn't come from a place of like, I don't want to work with those kind of people. You're exactly the kind of people that we want to work with because it's that thing of like, again, unpicking and unraveling things that Mm -hmm. might be quite painful and might be quite uncomfortable, but it is so, so, so worthwhile Mm -hmm. getting to the bottom and getting to the crux of things because if you can get into those things and dig that little bit deeper, be willing to just open up and be emotional about things and yeah just develop and and um progress like it honestly makes such a massive difference in terms of like your journey with a coach it and again we're talking health fitness fat loss muscle gain longevity healthy aging um you know avoiding things like type 2 diabetes heart disease all of these other issues hormonal issues yeah menopause just living your best life that's what we want to do as coaches like we want to help you thrive um and but you got to come along for the ride here she is gotta come along for the ride well (laughs) on that bombshell we shall leave it there happy moving lauren last podcast in this house good lord get the keys tomorrow bought a house goodbye house Lover. <laughs> yeah, Frank let us sleep all the way through the night for the first night in seven, maybe eight weeks. Frank, you're a legend. And we're about to move house and he's probably just going to be a massive dick all over again. But yeah, get the keys tomorrow, moving in on Thursday, and then we need to suss a new uh, Poddy yeah, C we'll time and place. Poddy C. We want to start filming these, actually. We're going to start filming them. We'll put them on YouTube so you can actually... You Watch. see our you glorious You can see us faces. going on these rants. Why would you not want to do that? Uh, but no, appreciate you listening, guys. If you haven't, please rate and review because it does really help. It and really please is. share as well because that really helps because me and Lindsay are crap at sharing this on like our actual like Instagrams and stuff. We can do it on stories, but we never make posts about it. So it'd be really helpful if you, uh, if you could Spread share. the love, guys. Spread We very wings. much appreciate it. It's been a lot of singing today. <laughs> I don't think that was even a song. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks guys. Bye. Bye.